the Because of Summer Camp podcast, unearthing the deep-rooted lessons that camp actually teaches kids. Come find our show notes at camphacker.tv. Hello, and welcome back to another season of the podcast. We're happy to be back and bring you Because of Summer Camp, Episode 7, recorded on the 21st of April, 2014. Our show's topic, Camp Teaches Us About Our True Identity, with guest Paul Denier. If you would like easy, automatic, free updates of our podcast, you can subscribe in iTunes or use the free Stitcher app. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello there and welcome to the Because of Summer Camp podcast, where we look to unearth the deep-rooted lessons that camp actually teaches kids. I'm Matt Hansberger, and at camp, they call me Iskis. And I'm Ian Patton, and at camp, they call me Array. Today joining us, we have Paul, or Blocks Denier. How are you today, Blocks? Not bad, not bad. And you guys? I'm doing well. I'm happy for some spring weather. <laughs> yeah, it's, beautiful. it's beautiful outside, up to 20 degrees today. It's pretty brilliant. It's, uh, it's actually 17 here, but uh, three days ago, we got six, seven inches of snow, so... <laughs> Well, welcome to Out West. Yeah. <laughs> so we're really happy to have uh, Paul, or Blocks, as his camp name is. He is broadcasting live from the beautiful Calgary. Uh, so uh, thanks a lot for coming, Blocks, today. Do you want to share a little bit about yourself to let the folks out there know who you are? Uh, yeah, for sure. So I like to say that I've been a campy for life. Um, I started at Dorothy Lake, actually, when I was about two weeks old, my parents were the directors of it way back uh, when. And when I came to Southern Ontario, uh, started going to Glenmore Camp and now Cairn. And I worked at Cairn for four years. And it's been a great opportunity. It's brought me to where I am today. I have tons of lifelong friends. uh, And it's where I got so many of my role models and uh, leadership skills from. And where are you today? Uh, Polly, where are you today? Uh, today, I live in Calgary. I've been out here for about a year and a half. I just kind of packed up my car one day and uh, drove out here, and I'm now a plumber uh, trying to succeed and make a living in a, uh, in a fun, tough working world. That's great. So, my friends, today the topic of dis- discussion that we brought uh, Mr. Paul Denny here to talk about is identity, and we're going to hit on a bunch of little subtopics, I think, uh, self-identity, discovering your passion, and I'm sure much, much more. So, uh, why don't we get right into it? Array, uh, do you want to share with uh, the folks out there what identity means to you? Sure. When I think about identity, I think about kind of filling a niche. Again, that might just be ecology talking, but I think about people finding where they kind of fit in the world and where they think they want to be in the world. And I think that's the really important part about it is having people want to be where they are in the world and figuring out what, the, what it is they want to do with their lives. And I think that camp does an excellent job of teaching or uh, helping along the journey towards finding this identity thing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for me, looking at it at a... Uh kind of a camp influencing identity. Uh, for me, we our directors taught us this concept of your camp head or your camp hat. And uh, they always said before we went into town on a day off or before we went into um, back home from camp for the summer or for the, the rest of the year, they said keep your camp head on. And really that was 
take the values and all those positive things that camp teaches you, so community and all the things that we've talked about on this podcast, is to keep all of those things with you as you go back into the real world or as you go into town so that you are being a positive representation of all the positive things that you've learned. And uh, what I noticed was at camp that that concept really started to affect my life. My camp had stayed on for longer and longer and longer every year until I saw a shift in my identity and I was defined by those positive values. Um, and I see that all over the place with people and how um, folks who even haven't been to camp for many, many years still talk about the summers and how all those positive things um, have influenced them and have really become a part of them. So Bloxy, how about you? What does uh, identity mean to you? Uh, you guys are kind of hit it right on the uh, right on the head there, but I think what identity means to me is uh, just being okay with who you are, being okay in your own shoes, um, not not looking around and trying to blend in um, with other people's ideologies, but to stand up for what you want, what you believe, uh, and and not being afraid to express that. I think I think is 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 the is what I can try to get across. Excellent. I think it makes a whole lot of sense. And I think that that's pretty well I think we are all on the same page there with that definition, no problem. Um so when we kind of reached out to you, there's a whole pile of different topics that you could have talked about. Why do you think, or why did identity kind of resonate most with you? Uh, identity kind of jumped out at me because when I <clears throat> when I started coming to camp, well, no, not when I started coming to camp, but when I was about 15, 16 years old, you know, everybody's always going through that change in life. You're, you're trying to find out who you are, and that is the time that... Uh, you can get caught into other people's draws and pulls and uh, not saying that that's always negative because I don't want that to come across at all, but I'm saying it's, it's really important to, to be comfortable with who you are and be comfortable. Um, I, I will say it again in your own shoes. Uh, and so camp helped me do that. Camp helped me realize that if I wanted to dress up and jump around and be crazy and, and use silly voices that it was totally fine and that's normal and that's what people do. Um, if I wanted to focus on uh, nature skills and and see how that's all starting, that's a fine and perfect identity to have. Uh, and so camp, uh, I wanted to talk about identity a lot because it helped me become comfortable uh, and there's a lot of a lot of people at my camp, so a couple of the past directors, um, Zoic and Taps, they they always kind of, they saw that I was great with my hands and that I like to build things, that I like to fix things and tinker, and they were the ones that periodically would say, hey, you know what, we, we don't need all these counselors we have right now, how would you feel about going to do maintenance uh, for a week, or how would you feel about this or that, and Sometimes I felt like a lot of people would be like, why would I want to do that? But it made me super happy. I, I kind of jumped at the, the opportunity and, and, and didn't want to turn it down at all. And so uh, I think that was almost part of the first, or not part of the, but one of the first experiences I have 
um, realizing that it makes me happy to do that kind of stuff. And so I look at so many of the friends I have now from camp and I see how that, what they did at camp or what they focused on in camp is how they, is what they're using in their jobs today and everything. And, and so I think realizing how much camp and identity are intertwined and uh, uh, I just, yeah. That, that's great, man. Uh, th- so many awesome things there that I want to jump back to. Um, you, you, <laughs> said, you just said you see people applying what they've learned at camp and their identities in their jobs. How do you do that? Being a, how does identity relate to being a plumber or being um, taking the bold step to go to Calgary or any of those things? Um, I think identity plays into it because you need to you need to be comfortable with who you are and um, and what you want and where you're going in order to be successful and be happy uh, in your final destination. And so there's there's a lot of different roads you can take when you jump into the trades and everything like that. And I feel as though it it made things easier for me that camp gave me a strong identity and made me comfortable with who I was, that I didn't get taken down any roads um, that I didn't want to go uh, or pick up any skills or habits um, that I didn't want. And sometimes when my opinions or my beliefs uh, clash with people I meet, because of who I am, I'm able to diffuse the situation um, without it escalating or uh, uh, without losing a friend or a uh, or a peer kind of thing. Excellent. That's, that's, awesome. that's really cool. Um, so you talked a little, a little bit about how you saw camp fostering a sense of identity in you and how it really helped you along in terms of helping you find that identity. Uh, do you have any specifics on how camp might, or how you saw it as when you were on staff, uh, helping other young people, helping other um, campers, any specific kind of programs or anything that you saw that specifically helped people out with their identity? Um, I, I don't want to make me or myself seem like I'm the only one that does it, uh, because I definitely picked up skills uh, from, from other staff members. But I think everybody at, at every camp does a great job of <clears throat> observing what their what every what sorry what the strengths of the campers are in their cabin uh, and maybe what some of the weaknesses are, but not true weaknesses, just strengths that haven't had an opportunity uh, to to come out or to be uh, the front runner. And so it's it's one of those things where. Maybe if you're doing some initiatives, you change up the initiatives so that other campers or staff members have an opportunity to shine from ones that might um, always shine just because they're a little more outgoing or extroverted. Uh, and just adapting, um, adapting everything you do in a day-to-day um, job so that everybody's getting a full uh a full chance, a full opportunity um, to uh, to be the leader, to be the one that everybody else is looking at, um, and and in doing that, you're allowing those people to realize that 
even though they're not the ones that are out in front all the time or um, constantly the, the loudest voice or the most clearest voice, that there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's your identity is, is okay. Your identity is who you are. And, and it just might take a bit of extra time for, uh, for those identities to come out and to show in, in true power. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that's fantastic. I think you hit a lot of fantastic points. I think that, that adaptability in camp is really one of the strongest suits that really helps us develop these identities. I think that you're absolutely right in saying uh, that things were adapted to make sure that all campers and all young people had a chance to use their skill set, even if it's not a skill set that would normally be used at that activity. Uh, camp yeah. stuff work pretty hard to tailor experiences to everybody. I think, yeah, I really like that, uh, Bloxy. I think what, what kind of struck in my head, too, is the way that we do it is uh, we take such pride in leading by example in that way. And you said uh, you said a lot of it, you were okay to dress up and be silly and do that. And the campers look up to that. Man. I mean, I'll never forget some of my counselors who dressed up as um, Hans and Franz, the workout crew. And, like, and it was the first time I had seen males um, like older, I, I, they they seem like they were like in their mid twenties. They probably were just like nineteen when they were <laughs> counselors. But um, when like these guys dressed up in spandex and like like tight fluorescent spandex leading aerobics workouts, or um, for the folks out there, uh, if you ever have the chance to come up to camp, when if Paul makes up to camp and he uh, does his Easter Bunny uh, character. It's single. It's like top three of my favorite camp characters, and I think that when we show kids that that's okay, that this is a place where you can express that side of you, or maybe if it's it's not a side of you, you just want to try it out. Um, we show people that it's it's a a, a place where we're gonna, you know, we're gonna not not just accept but encourage you to do that, and we're gonna celebrate the fact that you're trying something that's out of your comfort zone or something that you where your personality might not have ever shown that before. Um, and out of those small things come brand new experiences, like a, a camper being comfortable canoeing for the first time and falling in love with it or um, not knowing anything about adventure things and being one of the best belayers or climbers at camp. Um, and all, all because staff members kind of lead the way and say, you know, this is okay, watch. Watch me be crazy and watch me do something wild. And this is an okay place to do that. It's safe. Right, and and it's just one of those things that where I think transferable from camp is maybe, well, you touched on it, so maybe they're not comfortable belaying, but they actually do do that. Even though belaying has nothing to do with uh, speaking in front of a group, or uh, we'll just stick with that as an example, giving them that skill or giving them that comfort um they can take it away and apply it in a infinite amount of situations opportunities and help them to realize and help them to see uh that who they are who their identity is is um it's perfect it's happy yeah. absolutely and i think that's why it's important in the real world i think that that's exactly why we think that we need to work so hard to help kids build these identities so that they're comfortable being who they are so they'll do the amazing things they're capable of. I mm -hmm. think that that's really why we're so focused on that. 
for the real world. Um, I like to think about things like this, lessons taught at camp. I, I like to think about what would the world look like if the whole entire world learnt the lesson or learnt how to be comfortable themselves, what the world would look like. So would you guys care to share your thoughts potentially on that? Matt, do you want to jump in or do you want me to jump in first? Uh, after you. Um, I, I, I was thinking about that as, as well, Ray, and I, I don't want to get into because this could be like a whole different conversation about uh, productivity and, uh, and everything like that. But I think that if everybody became okay with who they are um, and became happy with their identities and realized that sharing and expressing their identity is, is perfectly fine and, and normal, um, I think that we would actually have a lot happier of a society. We would... Um, people would, would enjoy going to their jobs, would enjoy going to their work, um, which then in turn would, uh, would boost job, uh, job place morality, which then in turn would increase productivity. Um, and, and I think that, I, I said I didn't want to go into that, but I think, I think it would have such a huge impact on society and the world as, as a whole. Um, if everybody just did that one thing and that was to be okay with who they are um, and, and to, and in being okay with who they are to also accept everybody else for who they are. That's a totally different topic, but I had to throw it in. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you back then, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Round two next week. I love, I love that our discussion, like this part of the podcast, I think almost like out of the seven we've done so far, at least five of them have come back to the world to be a happier place. If if people learn these lessons from camp, I love that. That's a reoccurring. Maybe we'll have like a big wrap up podcast about happiness <laughs> at camp. Um, that's great. Ray, how about you? What would the world look like if we all learned about identity at camp? I think I think that um, part of being comfortable with your within who you are also allows you to be comfortable with who other people are. Sounds kind of weird, um, but there's some. I think there's some merit to it. I think that. If I'm secure and I feel safe, there's no reason for me to make others feel insecure or not safe. There's that psychological concept or something with the hierarchy of needs. Once you've fulfilled your own kind of identity, you're able to help others achieve that kind of movement towards finding their identity. And I think that if everybody's moving towards identity, it's kind of a cyclical effect in that we're all going to be... <laughs> Dude. Dude. Uh, we're, we're just laughing. We're just laughing right now because um, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, uh, Paul just gave Array the guns, like the "you got it" guns. <laughs> Sorry, Array, didn't mean to interrupt. What were you saying? That was it. I just think it's cyclical, and that it would lead to people being m more productive and more happy and everything. Like I think that if you like what you do, you're going to do a good job at it and be satisfied with the work you do. And I think yeah. it's really important. How about you, Iskis? Did you touch on? Did you have anything more to touch on? Yeah, I, I think um, a lot of what what I've heard about people like being okay with who they are, and um, I think the concept of like taking your mask off comes up a lot, um, and this mask that society needs you to put on. And Paul, you were talking about um, how like influences from other people make you stray away from who you really are, um, and not not always not a bad thing, um, but I've heard countless times of people talking about how camp allows you to take this mask off or take this, uh, take the, the cover off of who you really are. And I think, I think it's really interesting about 
about, about that concept and how that your identity starts to form with that mask off and you're more comfortable living with that off. Um, and looking at it from a, a bit of a social media and technology context, because obviously it's the world we're living in right now, um, I think learning about your sense of self and how it happens at camp is that we discover our real identities outside of our technological lives. And I think um, Array and I were talking about this, and I know that it, I'm guilty of it just as much as the next person of you filter what you're going to put online. You want to show your best self online. And it's a good message about personal branding. Um, but I mean, sometimes it gets to the point where you really have to think about, man, is this post about me going to get likes? Am I, how many likes am I going to get or how many comments, how many retweets? And, um, because you know, we, we, we live because we want to uh, have a good identity with other people. And not, not all of that's bad. There's a lot of good things about – we talked a bit in a past podcast about celebrating moments um, in your life and achieving. But I think that sometimes we get so caught up in showing people just the best parts of us that we start to build this expectation of ourselves that we have to be at this best part of ourselves. We have to be doing all of these amazing, cool things, going on mountain climbing experiences, um, all, all these big mountaintop experience, I guess, to use to use that as a um, a metaphor. But at camp, that breaks it down, and not just because we um, we put less of a focus on technology. I mean, it's it, it's there, but um, I think at camp we focus on showing people that the personality in the long term is more important, and it helps staff and campers realize that their long-term personalities that include their faults and include um, times where we get frustrated or times where we don't necessarily have those big mountaintop experiences, um, that it's how we act in mediocrity and how we act in um, everyday life and how we act when things aren't going great for us that really sets up our identity and, and that's what we value and uh, we value somebody who's steadfast and consistent and um, able to be resilient. So I think that taking the mask off is also um, realizing that we are a whole person rather than just the snippets of the best parts of us. And I think, for me at least, camp uh, has definitely made me realize that to live more intentionally, um, I mean, once again, we're going into a whole new series of podcasts here, but to live <laughs> intentionally and be okay with my um, personality, that includes parts when I'm not standing on top of a mountain. I, I absolutely agree. I think that talks a lot about the ability to make mistakes again. We talk a lot about Miss Frizzle as well. Um, but I think that camp totally has Miss Fizz, Frizzle effect. That's hard to say. Um, uh, in letting us make mistakes so we can say, hey, wait a second, maybe I'm going to put myself out there a little bit more to try something that I wouldn't necessarily try before because I know it's okay to make that mistake and to put myself out there and to fall because I can get back up again. So I think that since camp promotes resiliency in that sense and promotes the idea of making mistakes, people are actually able to find their identity and try to be true to themselves through experiments and through trying to stand up in front of people and be a silly person and make funny voices. I think that it allows people to be comfortable to actually try to figure out who they are and be who they are at camp. So I think that that unmasking topic is like absolutely fundamental in how camp functions. Right. And and I think this might be slightly off topic, but you just made me want to, want to say this. It's not that um, we're trying to teach people not to fall. It's that we're trying to teach people to pick themselves back up. Yes, fair, absolutely. Okay. The the absolutely. Batman the Batman mentality. 
Exactly. <laughs> yes, I I think that's that's huge, and we. Yeah, I mean it's resiliency. We I mean, we talked about um, resiliency with uh, with taps earlier, and how that that grit to do so. We encourage that. We say like, uh, I I remember like if a camper some I remember once it happened during family camp. We had a family up there, and their camper or their their child fell onto the ground. It was a pretty hard fall. They were running pretty fast and tripped on a root, and and the parent went, "Oh, that was a great fall." That was one of the best ones yet, and you know, now we can pick ourselves up and say that was one of the worst falls that we just recovered from. And the kid like looked at him a little confused and was like, "Oh, okay, I don't need to cry about this. It's okay." It was kind of a cool moment. That's awesome. Cool. That was that's nice. <laughs> yeah, note that one down. Yeah. <laughs> so for when you hit yourself with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> that was Daily. a good one. Oh. Daily. Daily. <laughs> um. Awesome. Do you guys any last thoughts on identity or self-identity, um, passion discovery, or anything like that at camp? Nothing more than to just say um, to all the people who are in camp, uh, counselors, resource staff, whatever the the title is that your that your camp that you work for calls it, um, to just not forget why you're there and what made you happy and want to come on staff so that you can uh, give back to, uh, to everybody else. And that I, I know that after the first week, after the fourth week, and into the last week of camp, um, that sometimes it's, it's really tough, you're tired, you just want to make it to every meal so you can sit down and then, and then get to bed at the end of the day. Um, but to just not forget to, to watch for those little moments, to watch for those uh, people who might be letting their identity um, peek through the cracks to, uh, to show itself a little bit um, because it's not, uh, it doesn't feel safe or comfortable yet to, uh, to completely jump out. Um, but just to watch for those little moments and 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 capture them and seize them, and uh, and help encourage and uh, embrace those moments. Well said. Awesome. Thanks, Polly. All right. Okay. So, my friends, we're going to move on to the last section of our podcast, and uh, what we like to call this section is the tangible takeaways. So, finding ways that you can apply our concept uh, that we've talked about in the podcast today to your everyday life. So, hopefully, at this point, you're thinking about the past tangible takeaway, and I hope that you you had a chance to uh, interact with that one on the blog, and you can find our show notes that'll have these tangible takeaways all at camphacker.tv. And uh, feel free to leave us a comment on the blog post or on iTunes or YouTube or any place where you found this podcast uh, and tell us how these tangible takeaways went. So basically our hosts each week are going to give you a challenge, ways to interact with the topic, and uh, you have until the next episode to accomplish that or at least try interacting with one of them, all three of them, or none of them. But you should probably do at least one of them because they're going to be good and... um, yeah. So, uh, Bloxy, do you want to start us off for your tangible takeaway? Um, yeah, I kind of already jumped the gun uh, on that, but nonetheless, I, I want my tangible takeaway or our tangible takeaway or the tangible, however you want to phrase it. Uh, I just want it to be 
um, to pay attention to those moments and to uh, to watch those those uh, those people who's who are still trying to find their identity um, because I'm pretty sure we can all look back at our camp careers and and pinpoint it to probably one maybe two people two situations uh, that made us go yep I I know I know what I want I know who I am um, I want to do this I want to be here uh, I want to be that person for somebody else um, and so sometimes those moments uh, are are obvious and in our face and and sometimes they take a couple minutes to to realize what's to what's what's happening what's going on and to uh, to be able to uh, um, seize the moment and so what I what I think would be really awesome is uh, if everybody within the next week, two weeks, month, um, tried to find just one moment. Because if everybody just finds one moment to compliment somebody, to say, hey, what you just did was really cool, or tell me more about what you're talking about there. I think you're onto something. Um, I think we could make a huge impact. I agree. That's great. Uh, okay, so my tangible takeaway this week is I want you, I'm going to go back to the, the idea of social media and looking at your, uh, your identity uh, online. So I want you to look through your social media accounts and see if what you're posting uh, really gives a real representation of who you are. Um, because I think sometimes we unconsciously, uh, we post things, and, and, and I mean, I'm not. There's no judgment here about what you're posting, um, but sometimes I do have to remind myself that when I go through my feed on my Facebook account, that some people are more than just cat memes and BuzzFeed articles. Because I mean, it's great to share those things, and especially if if they're BuzzFeed articles about summer camp or if they're um, about things that you're passionate <laughs> about. I think that's great. But remember that you do have a personality, and you you have that. Um, identity outside of uh, the internet as well and I think it's really great uh, to make those personal connections with people that um, uh, you can start a co I feel like it's easier to start a conversation when you post something that you're really passionate about it's easier to talk about that than to say hey you know that article that BuzzFeed article or that cat meme that you posted that was really funny because that's as far as that conversation is going to go <laughs> so uh, take, take a look at that and just when you're posting things have a little bit of a an eye uh, to what your identity, to if you're really sh showing a true representation of your personality online. Awesome. Well, I think that's wicked. I think that looking through social media and using it intentionally really can help you reflect. And that's a little bit of my tangible takeaways of today is um, reflecting. I know that this this has been talked about in other camp hacker shows, um, but I think gratitude journal or just journaling in general, I think reflecting is really helpful in terms of figuring out who who you are and what it is that motivates you and what it is that you would like to be doing. So gratitude journal is something that um, under the directors of past at our camp, so Beth and Travis, we would do every day and we'd write down, I think, five things we're thankful for. I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to get them wrong now and it's going to be important. <laughs> and I've, you know, I've only been working there for a while, just a few years. Um, <laughs> so I think it's five things you're thankful for, three things you're proud of, and we'll say one goal for the next day. So every day you write down the five things that you were thankful for that day, and then you say three things you're proud of. So it says, hey, I'm actually happy with myself for doing this. 
and one goal for tomorrow. So the next step that you do, the numbers might be a little bit off, but that's what I do even during during the year, uh, just to help me stay on track and help me will continue to uh, fully develop who I am. And I think that that reflective process is really really powerful and can really help a lot of people out in terms of looking at their motivation and just realizing how happy they are again, because happiness seems to be uh, one of our key topics anyways. We keep going back to it. So Absolutely. Uh, I think that's also I think you nailed the numbers away. I think that was that was exactly <laughs> right. Um, and I really like it. it kind of brings us back to the topic that once you are once you develop your identity and are okay with that, then you can start working on other people. So um, if you want to go in, in an order for these tangible takeaways, go um, array and then do blocks, and then if you have time, do mine. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I like how well yours and, uh, yours and Paul's go together. Right? That's awesome. Um, okay, so that brings us to the end. Uh, thank you so much for the awesome conversations, Paul. Uh, we love speaking to you, and I think we have a list now of things that we can come back to and talk to you again if you'll, uh, if you'll be happy to come back. Oh, for sure. Any any time, I would uh, I'd be more than happy to come back. Uh, as long as everybody, uh, as long as the reviews, the reviews are good. Well, if if you uh, folks out there want to uh, let us know that you want Paul back and uh, sound the trumpets <laughs> of his glorious success here on the Because of Summer Camp podcast, then you can leave us a review uh, in the iTunes. We are we are on iTunes. Um, you can search Because of Summer Camp and find all of our podcasts there. Um, and we would love it if you subscribed and left us a comment um, and told us how much you love the podcast or give us some feedback. Uh, let's make it better to help tell the world about summer camp. So, uh, Paul, if people want to get in touch with you and learn more about uh, you or your experiences or about what you had to say about identity, how can they do that? Um, well, I, I will be honest. The, uh, the, the Twitter um, thing at the <laughs> bottom of my name is... is it might be real, um, but I don't really know how to check it. So don't uh, don't at blocks me, because it will go unanswered, and you will think that I don't care about you. But I do. Um, you can uh, you can hit me on Facebook, Paul Denyer, um, or you can uh, send me an email if you like it at pwdenyer at gmail dot com. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I, if you want to have a little chit chat, whatever, no problem. Just don't 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 tweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you very much, Vox. Um, it's been a lot of fun. We had a good talk, and thanks everybody for the great show. Thank you for all listening, and thanks for the evening, friends. We'll see you next time. The Because of Summer Camp podcast is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultant. Thanks for listening. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus.